In this episode, I want to talk to you about the famous penny stocks. I should have a jar full of change to jingle around here so I could tell you why I don't trade them. I leave pennies in my cup holder in my car so I can pay the taxes on the food I buy through the drive through Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Brown Report Stock Market Report, where it's all about power charts, power trades, power profits. And now your host, stock market trader and coach, Jason Brown. For most new and non-savvy investors, penny stocks at first seem like a great idea and a good way to get started in the stock market. I want to define what a penny stock is and talk to you about why I don't trade them, why I don't recommend you trading them, and then give you what I believe is the solution to penny stocks, which is trading options. And if you don't know about options, I'm going to let you know about a new webinar series that we're launching at the end of this podcast. But let's define what a penny stock is. First of all, a penny stock is any stock that is trading under $5. Normally, once you a stock hits under $5 and for a certain amount of time, they get kicked off the major exchanges, which is the NASDAQ, the NISA, and they trade on what's called the pinks, the pink sheets. And the pink sheets is basically an exchange for kind of abandoned stocks, abandoned companies. They're not good enough to be traded with the rest of the companies of the world because they're under $5. And quite frankly, they're probably going to go out of business. So they have to trade on what's called the pink sheets. So when people get started, you're like, man, I got a hundred bucks. Maybe I should buy some, some penny stocks. What is a penny stock's real worth? Not a trick question here. It's worth a penny on up to four ninety nine, dollars right? Because it could be anything less than $5. But the point is, it's worth a penny. It's worth anything below four ninety nine. dollars which means do you really, you know, you can get a hamburger for like four ninety nine. dollars Starbucks charges four ninety nine dollars just for a coffee. So I want you to put that in perspective. You're now investing in a company who's, value per share is on par with a burger at McDonald's or a coffee at Starbucks. So I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that when you think about buying penny stocks. So that's what it's really worth. It's really worth a penny. So you're getting a penny's worth of management. Their management is worth a penny. Their products, for the most part, is worth a penny. Their marketing, their customer base, everything about the company is saying it's worth a penny. So you need to think about that when you're buying a penny stock. What are you really buying? You can't be buying the best management, the best employees, the best culture. They got the best products. You can't buy that for a penny. So when you're really paying this penny, you're buying the worst culture. Let's look at the opposite side. You're buying the worst culture, the worst management, the worst product. They mismanage inventory, the worst inventory system. Maybe they've been sued. They got the worst lawyers. (laughs) They have the worst of everything. So when you buy a penny stock, you're really buying a penny worth of everything that comes along with that company. And that's when you start to get into what I like to call gambling. So you're gambling with a penny stock because here's what here's what you come into the industry and say. And again, I'm going to tell you about options and why I think it's the, the path to financial freedom and as well as quality trading 
when you have a small account. But when you come into this industry and you're looking at penny stocks, you're gambling because here's what you're probably saying. You're saying, hey, this company I found is trading for 50 cents and I just know that they're going to go up to $3 or $4 or maybe they're going to come back to life and go up to $10 on up to 100. That's basically, and they're going to find the cure for cancer. Let's just say that they're a company that deals with the cure for cancer. What you're telling me is this company that's operating less than the cost of a Starbucks is somehow magically in their underfunded laboratory with the worst equipment, with the worst employees, with the worst tracking system. And I don't mean the worst employees from a, you know, they're a bad human being. I'm just saying these guys obviously couldn't help take the company to the next level from an employee, from a leadership standpoint, from whatever, because it wouldn't be the price that it is. But you're saying with the pennies worth of resources, whether that's 50 cents, dollar ninety nine up to $4.99 with that limited resources, you're saying this company is going to beat out the Carmanos Cancer Institute, who's a, you know, a billion dollar institute and running at optimal speed, got the best technology, the best leadership, the best management, the best research labs. You're saying this little rinky dink company is going to all of a sudden come up with the cure for cancer and then sell it to all the other bigger companies that actually have great management, that have great equipment, great employees, great culture. That's what we call gambling. It's highly unlikely that that's going to happen. Now, let me be clear and say this. That does not mean there's not money to be made inside of penny stocks. So I don't I don't want you to confuse this with are you saying that no one ever makes money in penny stocks? No, I'm not saying that. To be honest, you can make money doing almost anything in a stock market. You can make money trading penny stocks. You can tra- make money trading options, Forex, commodities. You can make money just trading oil, currency. There's all kind of things you can make money doing. I'm just saying penny stocks isn't my thing and I'm getting ready to tell you why. Penny stocks can be manipulated big time. So here's some of the problems that are related to penny stocks. So the old pump and dump, have you heard of that? It's basically where penny stocks normally have promoters that come in and promote the stocks. They start email chain letters, different things like that. Maybe they mail you a letter and they say, hey, this company is on the cutting edge of XYZ and trust me, once this gets approved or once the world finds out about it, this stock is going to the moon. Well, I find that ironic that this person knows that information and nobody else does. None of the analysts and nobody else that covers the stock because nobody's covering the stock because it's going out of business, which we'll talk about that in a minute. But this person who emailed you or sent out this newsletter knows that the stock is going to the moon. What they do is they pump it up. So they may already own the shares at a super low price, 20 cent, two cent, five cent, whatever the case may be. And so as people, because human nature, it's like the lottery. We love paying a dollar for a lottery ticket for the 
possibility that we can win a mega millions. So people love the idea of, man, he might be wrong. He or she, whoever sent this email, they might be wrong. But what if they're right? And that's where we that's where we sell our souls sometimes. That's where we venture outside of our right mind. That's where common sense starts to leave us because we start to say, I know this don't sound right. I know it doesn't make sense that this little laboratory almost out of business is going to come up with the cure for cancer or make uh, the newest orthopedic shoe and sell it to Nike, whatever the case may be. I know that's highly improbable, but we go into what if land? What if I'm right? What if they're right about this? And so we take a thousand bucks money we don't have or whatever our last money is and we buy this penny stock. And so as people run into it and drive, you tell your friends, hey, I just bought this penny stock. I got this email. So people are attracted to gambling. It's just human nature. They're attracted to lack of work, lack of research. If I had if people have the opportunity to put a dollar and possibly get a million back, they're going to do it. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what happens with relationship to a penny is nothing wrong with that relationship to the lottery, I would say, because you got to be in the game to win the game. And that's just probability and statistics. If you could put a dollar up and there's a small chance that you might hit the number, I get it. Why not try it? However, when it comes to investing, investing is more of a plan and not a why not try it, not a let's just see what happens. And so when the stock gets pumped and dumped, you come in and you start buying it and your friends start buying it. Everybody who saw this email start buying it and it goes up to two dollars, three dollars. So the people own it at two cents, 50 cents, they now start to dump their shares over to the people who are buying based off this email and that's called pumping and dumping. So they pump up the stock and then they dump it. And once they dump their shares, you can see the price starts to fall and then they stop emailing and stop promoting the stock or eventually it just goes out of business and you guys are left holding the bag. And some of you are okay holding the bag because you're like, well, I knew it was a long shot that it would work, but I thought I'd try it. The problem with that is That's not an investment plan. That's not a strategic stock or option trading strategy. So the other thing that happens with penny stocks is something called scalping. And what scalping is, that is when someone is telling you to do something and they're doing the opposite. So I might be saying, hey, you got to buy this stock. I'm telling you, it's blowing up. You got to get in on this penny stock is going to the moon. And you're like, really? I'm like, yes, you got to get in tomorrow. As you're buying, I'm unloading, like I'm selling tomorrow. Like I had no idea. I have no plans of buying more of this tomorrow. So I'm unloading my shares tomorrow. That's what scalping is. So they're telling you to do one thing and they're doing something totally different and and technically it's illegal, but people do it anyway. And it's hard to really track. These emails come from out of the country. They come from false email addresses, all kind of stuff. And so that's called scalping. So that's one of the second problems with penny stocks. So the first one is pumping and dumping people, pumping it up. They own it at a low level. They promote it. They pump up the stock. Once you get in, they dump it to you and then they get out. Second, they scalp. They tell you to buy when they're really selling and doing the opposite. And you don't know, you don't have access to their trading account. And then 
third problem with penny stocks is unverifiable information. See, when a stock gets kicked to the pink sheets, when a stock is under $5, people start to, should I say not people, banks, analysts, news writers, they start to lose interest because it's nothing to talk about. It's companies left for dead. They're going out of business. They're struggling. That's not something they can continue to write about every day. That story gets old. And so what they do is they drop analyst coverage on it. They drop the news stories on it. But what does that mean for you if you're trading a penny stock? Well, it means that they have, for the most part, unverifiable information. There's not many sources or places you can go to find out the facts and what's really going on with the company because nobody's covering them. Nobody's reporting on them. No analyst is, you know, doing their analysis on and telling you where they think it could go because they've already said we think the company's going out of business. So that's boring to write about. And because they have unverifiable information. This is where that oh so lucky email you just happen to get comes into place because you don't really have a way to check and see, okay, is this company really making this? How's the management doing? Are you going to fly to the company and check it out? Probably not. You're going to rely on that email. Maybe you jump online, do a quick Google search, but you probably won't find anything most of the time. And whatever you do find might be put there by the people that's pumping and dumping or scalping the stock. So you're trading something that you can't verify the information. So what's the what, what's the solution to this? Because I think what most people want, at least from the emails that I get, I believe what most people want is they want to get started with whatever they have. So they want to know, how do I get started in this industry with a little amount of money? How do I do something meaningful with it so that I can see a return that actually means something financially to me and my family? And then they want to know how can they make this work for them long term? So that's why penny stocks are attractive. But if we can answer those questions for you, how do you take a small account and grow it? How do you grow it in a, in a way that you can see some financial benefit almost immediately? And then how do you stretch it out and do this long term? I believe the answer to that is to trade options. And here's why. Options allow us to control high quality stocks. Now, key word here is control versus actually own these stocks. So most people, when you look at penny stocks, you want to buy it because you that's all you have and you want to own it. But if you understood how options work, we could control the Googles. We can control the Netflix, the Teslas, the Amazons. We can control them for probably the same price that you were going to take your 500 1,500 or $2,000, that same price range of, we consider that a small bank account. So that same price range, 500 up to 2000 bucks, you could take that same amount of money and actually control a Google or an Amazon. So when you think about that, you're like, well, what is he talking about? What, 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 what do you mean? So what options you can actually say, Hey, Amazon's trading at 700 bucks. I think it's going to 730. You can buy an option just to control it from 700 to 730 for a certain period of time. So why is 
trading options the answer to those two questions of finding quality stocks, growing your bank account in a meaningful way in a short period of time that you can see some financial benefits and rolling out long term. Well, here's here's how this translates to you. If you can trade a stock like a Google, a Amazon, a Apple, a Netflix, a Tesla, it's the exact opposite of a penny stock because these companies have verifiable sales. So you can go to their page, their investor page, the CBS Market Watch. You can go to almost anywhere, the Wall Street Journal, all these places, and you can type in these companies' name and they'll have verifiable sales, verifiable quarter after quarter earnings reports where you can actually look and see where the money's coming, where it's going, uh, and then hear them talk about what their plans are for the future. There's going to also be high analyst coverage. Do you think analysts are not covering the Googles, the Amazons, the Teslas of the world? You can get these people are I don't, you know, 100 percent agree with every analyst coverage. But the idea is that these people know something about uh, finances and evaluating companies that they got a job that they can cover these stocks and give their analyst recommendation if it's a buy, sell, if it's going up or down. I wouldn't live and die by that, but it is a place that you can get information that you couldn't get from the penny stocks. The other thing about trading some of the big companies and controlling them with options is that they're also trading on the major exchanges. So I talked to you earlier about penny stocks being traded on the pink sheets, which is basically the the misfits of the stock market that comes out going out of business, whereas the other companies will be trading on the New York Stock Exchange, the, the NYSA, or they'll be trading on the, the NASDAQ, the NASDQ, which are two of the major exchanges here in the U.S. So you'll also have, why is that important? Let me just back, slow down and tell you why that's important. When it comes to being on the major exchanges, what that simply means is it's number one, more regulated. The New York Stock Exchange and NASDAQ is highly and heavily regulated. Number two, it's the broader exchange where the mutual fund companies are going to go. It's where the all the respected online brokers are going to go. It's the place that you know, the 401ks of the world, everyone who invests or needs to buy stocks, they usually those they buy the stocks that are listed on those exchanges, which means you have access to more highly liquidity stocks, meaning there's a lot more volume. There's a lot more people and a lot more places and exchange, not exchanges, but brokers that do business with the NISA and the NASDAQ. When it comes to the pink sheets for penny stocks, not every broker even does business with the pink sheet. So you may be with the Fidelity or somebody and you want to buy a penny stock. They may actually tell you we, we, we don't trade the pink sheets. We, we don't even deal with that. So you may have to leave your well-known broker and go to some no-name broker that actually deals with penny stocks because every company doesn't deal with penny stocks. But then you're going to they're on a less regulated exchange. You have to go to maybe some no-name brand company to trade them. So then I'm not saying that there's not reputable penny stock 
brokers out there. I'm just saying the penny stock market, the, the, the pink sheets is not the creme de la creme. It's not where you want to go. It's like doing business out of the back seat, out of somebody's trunk instead of going to Sears or Walmart or Home Depot, a reputable, a reputable store. It's like going to Craigslist. You just don't know what you're going to get, who you're going to meet. Not as highly regulated. So these stocks are going to be on the NYSE and the NASDAQ. The other thing about using options to control some of the better stocks is that when you look at when you look at a penny stock, because it can be manipulated or it's close to going out of business, there's not a lot that you can deduce or deduct from reading the stock chart, which is what we teach heavily is how to read patterns in the chart Well, a stock that's trading. 50 cents between 50 cents and 60 cents there's not a whole lot of pattern in between that 10 cent movement so you can't really determine where the stock is going to go versus when you're trading the apples and the googles of the world they usually have patterns that are very distinct that show you support and resistance and show you where buyers like the stock at this price and then it also shows you where investors think the stock is maybe overpriced and people stop buying it, but it pulls back or sells off right roughly to that area where people like it and then buying starts to come in again. And it forms a pattern that you can put money to work and have a certain level of confidence that it's probably going to trade in between this range. Or if it breaks out of that range, you can have a certain level of confidence that the trend is going up or if the trend breaks down, you can have a certain level of confidence that the trend is trading down. And that's where the power of options come in, comes in at, is if you can learn how to read a stock chart, but also trade stocks that give you predictable patterns, now you can buy options to control it in that pattern range versus actually buying the stock that's 600, 700 bucks, which you normally can't, you may not be able to afford or not be able to make a meaningful difference in your bank account, your trading account, if it starts to make money. But with options, you can actually control some of those higher value stocks during that range you spotted on the chart. And it really can mean some big things financially for you in your family. So here's what I want to do. We're releasing a new options course. Uh, a new, not options course, I should say. I'm, I'm actually doing a new webinar series that's all about trading options. And trust me when I say, if you don't understand options or the power of it or what you can do with it, you want to be on this webinar. Options are one of the most powerful ways that you can even make money in the downturn of a market. So if a company was going out of business and they were falling, you can actually profit from the stock falling versus looking for penny stocks. So there's some cool things that you can do uh, with options on this webinar. I'm going to be going over the four problems that stock traders face and how to avoid the traps. And then uh, two option strategies that will increase your chances of success by literally 200 percent. I'll be going over some case studies on this webinar. Uh, this is not something you want to miss. And I'm going to be running these ongoing. This is going to be a staple webinar that we're going to be running because I want my, my goal is to get you from 
not only just trading stocks or learning how to read the charts, but now how do you exponentially grow your account, a small bank account, which is where I started. I was like, how do I grow this small bank account? And the way I was able to grow it to a six figure trading account, it was with options. When I was trading a penny stock, which was Sprint, which was like $4 and 50 cent, I was trying to catch it from 450 to five. When I was trading that stock, I was only trying to make 50 bucks, but if you're an adult, I'm not sure how much, you know, I was a teenager back then, you know, coming out of the teens, I guess I was in my early 20s. But the bottom line is in that age frame, I didn't need much money. But options, you know, well now in my life, you know, making 50 bucks wouldn't do a whole lot for me. So options is what allows me to bring in some of the higher earnings on some of the trades I make. When I post those, you know, the trades about the high percentage earnings, it's normally because I did something with options. So uh, if you're interested in learning about options, which I know you are, you better be after listening to this and, and, and leave those penny stocks alone. I want you to go to freeoptiontradingvideo.com. Again, that's free, the word free, the word option, tradingvideo.com. So freeoptiontradingvideo.com. Register for my free webinar. I'm going to be breaking down exactly how options work and more importantly, how to make them work for you. And this is a webinar that I'm going to be running ongoing. So you'll normally see about three dates and times in there. Make sure you pick the date and time that works best for you. But if you've ever wondered how to grow a small bank account, how to make money or what strategies could I use to profit, whether the market's up, down, sideways, this is the webinar for you. How do I control some of the higher value stocks like a Google, an Amazon, a Tesla, and leave these penny stocks alone and stop wishing and hoping and praying? Then you want to be on this webinar. So again, visit freeoptiontradingvideo.com. Sign up for my next webinar. We're going to be breaking down options and how they work. No matter when you listen to this episode, uh, this is going to be an ongoing series that we're running. And I'd love to hear from you what you got out of the webinar and how much you learned and the difference between trading penny stocks and using options to control more higher quality stocks. I'll see you on the webinar and I'll see you on the next podcast episode. Until then, keep power trading, keep reading power charts, and let's keep making our power profits. Thanks for listening to the Brown Report Stock Market Report. We hope this episode has been educational and inspirational. For more power stock trading tips, tutorials, and training, visit www.thebrownreport.com.